0: You're listening to the DCAU Review, hosted by Cal and Liam. Streaming on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and at dcaureview.com. Now, here's today's episode.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 81 of the DCAU Review. I'm your host Cal, along with me, our other host, the guy that runs our Twitter page so incredibly well, my good brother, it's Liam. Liam! Liam! Episode 81 of the DCAU Review is
0: here. Yeah, and man, we talked about it last week, we talked about it the week before that with Perchance to Dream. This has just been such a great month for us, reviewing these Batman the Animated Series episodes. Uh, I guess we didn't realize, and obviously uh, we, we review them on the on DVD, which is, I believe they put them out in production order, mm-hmm. so I'm not exactly sure how all of these episodes aired in what exact order. Um... But as far as this this quote unquote volume two or season two that we've been reviewing so far, with the exception of the episode which will not be named today, <laughs> the first one of uh, volume two here that we've reviewed, it's been a really great month for just classics, classic after classic we've been reviewing this month, yeah, and we've really, got another one here today.
1: They really uh, found their way. I mean, it's these are our, these are our childhood. There's a reason why this is widely regarded as the greatest cartoon. Of all time, why it's regard regarded it as the greatest superhero adaptation of all time. Uh, yeah, it, the hits they keep on coming. Uh, this week's episode, Liam, we are talking about Batman the animated series episode "The Laughing Fish," and uh, gotta say, saw this episode. I feel like a lot as we were growing up. It is one that was yes. in heavy rotation. Uh, but-
0: and we also had it famously on, uh, we've talked about, I think, before, the uh, the Warner Brothers uh, home video did these tapes where each, it was a bunch of episodes of Batman the animated series, and each tape was themed on a character. And the Joker tape was Christmas with the Joker and the Laughing Fish. So there you go. in addition to being able to see it on, you know, Fox Kids in the afternoons or on weekends, we also... Probably watched it quite a bit, just just in our free time normally, because it was one of the ones we had readily available on a tape.
1: Agreed, absolutely. Um, all right, William. So, the, the Laughing Fish is the episode that we are discussing today. This first aired. January 10th, 1993. Liam, that was actually 21 days before you were actually born. Correct. So this actually aired, premiered way before you actually existed here on Earth. So pretty funny to to notate that there. But with 26 years old uh, this past January, coming up on 27 years old itself. Great episode. Um, Let's jump into plot. But before we do, give us your IMDB synopsis in your tremendous announcer
0: voice thank you and of course this is for the laughing fish which is written by paul dini and directed by bruce tim
1: yeah two familiar names yeah
0: those those were easy barely had to google those those guys will go far (laughs) yeah they might be all right by the way this was bruce w tim he was credited as this was this was his artsy phase when he was using his middle initial but uh yes and that synopsis reads as such the Joker starts threatening the patent office staff when they refuse to patent his disfigured fish. There you go. And uh, that is... And we talked about this sort of off the air right before we started. That's almost an element that I think we forgot about. And uh, we should mention that this story is sort of based... It's sort of an amalgam of a couple different stories from the comics. Uh, Detective Comics number 475 and 476... Uh, the Laughing Fish storyline by Steve Englehart and Marshall Rogers, as well as uh, The Joker's Five-Way Revenge, uh, Batman number 251 by Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams. So it's uh, Paul Dini's the writer. He sort of made an amalgam of these two classic Joker stories from the comics. But then you can also tell there's a real Paul Dini flair to this episode because it's so funny and ridiculous.
1: It's so over the top, and I, I think... One of the things that was lost, and we talk about this all the time, how it, we're watching it now through the eyes of an adult, or adult in quote-unquote, you know, <laughs> we are two grown men watching cartoons and, and discussing them, but through the idea, through the eyes of somebody who can kind of understand some of the more subtle or less child-friendly, the Joker seeking a patent for smiling fish. How ridiculous is this? <laughs> He comes into a patent office to wreak havoc. First of all, he's he's introduced uh, by Harley Quinn, given quite the introduction, and people are just sort of fa- flabbergasted in this this tr- copyright office. The Joker wants to come in, and he wants residuals for fish that are sold with his likeness <laughs> because he's poisoned the Gotham Harbor, and now the the fish are uh, all sport his. His face, his classic Joker smile. Yeah. And now he wants residuals from that in order to, as he put it, fund his hedonistic lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh my tremendous. Gosh. So he threatens this, this pencil pusher. And tells him that he wants a nickel for
0: sardines, you know, 10 cents. 50 cent- cents for fish sandwiches. Right, and He's he's got this... He compares himself to Colonel Sanders, <laughs> and he notes that the KFC chicken doesn't even have mustaches on them, and he gets to copyright his his name and face so that he should be able to... Use these Joker fish and make money off of them.
1: It's tremendous. It's wonderful. Like what a goofy, bizarre, <laughs> out there idea. It's
0: one of those stories that I think you could do in almost any era of comics too. Yeah, we've talked about that with certain other plots before, but it's like this could be a 1950s Dick Sprang era Batman. This could be an Adam West episode. This could be a Batman the animated series episode. But. Uh, and it it fits in all of them. Obviously, it was a comic in the nineteen seventies. It's such a ridiculous, over the top plot, but it's so Joker. This is such a like perfectly Joker episode,
1: right? We I, I hate to keep comparing and bringing that episode up, but we poo pooed Eternal Youth because it was such a sixties Batman idea. Yeah, dollar in the bad episode jar. <laughs> but at the same time, that episode took itself incredibly seriously. And Poison Ivy is not a comedic. Supervillain, right? Joker is ridiculous and crazy and an insane supervillain. So this plays perfectly into his character. So you're right. While it may have that that subtle undertones of a 1960s Batman plot, it doesn't feel out of place here for this episode or this unit. Yeah, CAU. because
0: this Joker is, as is most most versions of the Joker, is just so out of his mind that he could think that he could, uh, you know, as as the <laughs> As a uh, the uh, G Carl Francis, which is the name of the patent officer that he's harassing, tells him he's like Fisher, a natural resource. No one can copyright them, and he just he's convinced that somehow this guy's trying to just like railroad him out of his money, <laughs> and like he's being wrong, and he's so convinced himself he's being wronged by those dastardly patent officers <laughs> that he's going to just exact terrible revenge on them, and so he infects him and like the second in command of the office. With uh, with Joker, Venom, and promises to keep going before Bullock and and Batman finally confront him and stop him, but my goodness, what a what a just tremendous episode and a lot of what what we've already talked about. We've, we we will go into more detail, but a lot of that will probably fall under voice acting and visuals. So I think we can kind of give our plot scores here. Uh, I went with a perfect ten out of ten. Uh, yeah
1: with you right there I'd, I'd find it hard to find a, a lower score than 10 uh, 10 as well uh, it's absolutely just a joy to watch and like you said some of that's going to be some of that's going to be talked about under the plot and under certainly under some of the, the voice I mean I'm sorry under the voice acting and, and the, the visuals but Man, um, I mean, even down to the fact the Joker's Joker's like doorbell alarm when Batman enters <laughs> the aquarium is the Joker theme. Yes, um, very.
0: And then his alert to get his henchman's attention is a whoopee cushion.
1: It's, it's so ridiculous, um, yeah. and the fact that he's not like they make it a point to say that he's not even trying to poison people. Like, right? He's, his literal plan is to just get money. Because these fish look like him. Exactly. That's it. (laughs) That's it. He just wants what's coming (laughs) to him. He just wants what he deserves. It's great. Um, Yeah. You get some good Harley Quinn in this episode also. Some back and forth and a little more exploratory dynamic of the abusive relationship between Harley and the Joker as he... Force feeds her fish, which she says that she hates, and then dresses her up with a, <laughs> in a giant fish costume. Yeah. Just really, really good stuff there between the two of them. Yeah. Solid, solid, perfect plot there. 10 out of 10 from both of us. All right, man, well, let's move on to animation and visuals. Uh, We mentioned a couple of things already, but uh, what were your highlights when it came to animation visuals for this episode?
0: There's a lot, um, because even as we mentioned, as silly and funny as this episode is, Batman looks cool as hell in this episode. For sure. Um, even from the first scene where we start, it's it's funny we have an episode that's silly. Kind of start starts very like kind of gritty and film noir almost, where these fishermen are unloading their catch and they go, oh my gosh, look at all these Joker fish! And you see Batman up. It's raining. They're at the docks and he's he's made his move and it's so dramatic. And then we immediately cut to Joker at the patent office, which right. is hilar- which is a hilarious transition. <laughs> and the rest of the episode is is pretty funny, but. Batman is is in shadow for a lot of the episode. There's an incredible shot as he's driving in the Batmobile where the Batmobile itself and Batman are just stationary. They're just painted into the background Mm -hmm. and you just kind of see the background itself is moving a little bit to indicate that the the Batmobile is going. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the scene is he's walking through the aquarium as the lights are sort of slowly turning on with a flashlight. He's, Kept in shadow throughout all of that he looks batman looks cool was yes. uh, was what i added in my notes in this that's episode good. my
1: one nitpick and that's a nitpick we've mentioned before in joker episodes is that the joker look was a little inconsistent in that yeah. there were some of those scenes where he has the big black circles around his eyes um some of them he has the straight diamond eyes um the the classic sort of like one model diamond eyes so it kind of went back and forth a couple of times for that uh took a took a point off for that only but you're but everything else is great (laughs) when he's in the newsroom and he does the like (laughs) he does the low budget sort of um sort of super superimposed smile over uh, over his victim's yeah. face, uh, when he says that the Jay Carl Francis has gone on vacation, and then there's an obvious sort of photoshopped smile on top of his <laughs> face. He's, Look, he's having fun already. Like just, just good stuff. Yeah, um, and, the, and the even, act- even the. Tra- I was. It sounds like you're about yes. to talk about it, but the transformation after he's affected by the Joker gas is terrifying.
0: Yeah, absolutely. When uh, when both the patent officers are infected with it. <laughs> G. Carl Francis is infected with it because the Joker shoots a uh, swordfish-shaped missile full of gas into uh, into his apartment, and then uh, later, with a, a Joker venom-infected cat, gets the uh, the second victim who was dressed up as Batman. Actually, they were trying to fool uh, the Joker, but the cat knew its owner and went right for it. But uh, both of those transition. You have the, the eyes get like kind of yellow and bloodshot, and you get the the big red lips and the yellow teeth shoot out of, you know, appear on their faces. It's really quite haunting, and we we talked we we talked about that a little bit before in a couple of Joker episodes. But obviously, it's still at the, at its heart is still a children's cartoon, so you can't have him murder people. But it's like sometimes it's this stuff we talked about this with the Batman Beyond Return of the Joker movie. Like sometimes what they did instead of just having him kill somebody. Is like much more haunting and terrifying, I think, for chil- would be for children than if you would just let him kill him. But uh, yeah, those faces uh, on them when he uh, infected them with the Joker villain were uh, were great, and I love the, the the commercial that they shoot with with Harley and the two thugs dressed up as little kids with like the propeller beanie cap and the. Uh, the one guy's dressed up like a little girl. It's is all just very funny. And then the end, uh, the ending fight between Batman and the Joker at the very end, they have like a really brief fist fight, and Joker grabs a wrench and swings it at him. It's really, really well animated and he feels very vicious. And then, of course, Joker escapes by jumping off the building and pulling out his parachute, quote-unquote, which is instead a uh, flotation <laughs> device. A duck flotation yes. device. Yes, and uh, then he appears to be eaten by a shark, but of course, the last shot of the episode is the shark eating the uh, the Joker card that Harley had thrown into the harbor, and I guess the, uh, with the idea being that sharks don't eat when they're not hungry. There you go. So we know, in fact, spoiler alert!
1: Joker <laughs> will appear again.
0: Yes, Joker is- will return.
1: right uh so what was your final score for visuals and animation
0: yeah so i went with nine out of ten it's really really good there's one other thing i want to mention real quick and this is a weird thing and it turns out i'm wrong (laughs) about it but the whole episode i'm like joker's bolo tie that he wears in this original batman the animated series look doesn't have a the shirt he's wearing the orange shirt he wears doesn't have any kind of collar and i thought that was a mistake like they just didn't draw the collar on his shirt and i was like I was prepared to take it down another point and then i just did like a quick google image search of batman the animated series joker and like almost none of the shots have actually have the collar drawn in like there's a couple but it's usually like on a close-up or something so it turns out maybe i'm just now noticing something that's always been there
1: or Someone went back in time and slightly <laughs> altered it. And now you rem- you're the only one that uh, remembers it. It's a Mandela effect thing. Barry messed with the timeline this again. Is,
0: this is my perchance to dream. There you go. <laughs> I need to go check a newspaper a to dream. see if I can read. <laughs> it's not real
1: (laughs) uh yeah i I, that's that's pretty funny that you notice that Uh, i don't know if i gave my score or not but uh, i give a nine out of ten for animation as well uh dueling scores there so far uh, same exact score for both of us uh, on both categories we've covered thus far liam let's move on to music man this is a tremendous music episode too yeah Um, you're not introduced to the standard Joker theme until the very last scene, as you talked about, where he jumps into the into the Gotham River.
0: Other than his alarm, that yeah, we his mentioned. alarm
1: that we mentioned is the the classic Joker theme. But there's sort of this undercurrent of I don't know if they were going for a Jaws-like theme, just kind of a intensity. It's a, it's piano-based with some strings also mixed in with it. Um, it's it's a sort of an intense. I don't know. They they play it at the very beginning as the fish are revealed. They play it in the scene with uh, where they're waiting for the Joker to show up and uh, attack uh, Francis. The, in the next scene, also where the cat appears and attacks the the second in command. They also they also appears, um, and then in the last scene with Batman against the shark, there's sort of this. Um, there, it, it as he sort of. Uh, Reveals the, the shark, it, it also sounds. Uh, you also have the throwback to the theme that we pointed out that was actually in The Forgotten, yes where, uh, which you can hear, by the way, in the archives at dcaureview.com. You can hear us talk about that episode and the music from that episode. But there's a theme that plays in that episode as Batman goes through this sort of dream sequence where he realizes that he's Batman. And actually, Joker has a cameo in that. In yes. the dream sequence as well There's this subtle It's the Batman theme Played played on strings But sort of out of tune When it gets to the second yeah. refrain um, It's really really good And as Batman's walking through the aquarium You hear that same exact theme come through again A really 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 strong episode I, I found no faults with the music In, in this episode We <laughs> gave it a perfect 10 out of 10 What about you? Yeah I'm
0: right in that theme ballpark I'm at 9 out of 10 Um yeah, it's it's really really good. <laughs> it's there's not a lot I can add to uh, to what you said there, but um, just really good. As you mentioned at the end, when he jumps off the the building and pulls out his his life raft that's shaped like a duck, and the classic Joker themes plays, I think that's that's really well done. And uh, there's a little scene they do the the classic spinning newspaper gag, mm-hmm. and when they do that, they do like the little like uh, you know. Ro- Sort of like elevating strings as it as it comes on, which I thought was a cool little twist. That's also something, obviously, a little bit of the visuals as well. But I thought the music in that scene as well. And then yeah, they just it's it's just such a it's such a fun. And as we mentioned, for such a funny episode, it has such great atmosphere uh, that we already touched on in vis- visuals. And I think the music is such a big part of that as well.
1: Yeah, I, I concur. All right, Liam, let's go to our last category, which is of course voice acting. Man, we have a all-star cast, as we seemingly do on most of our episodes. But this is the the uh, creme de la creme of of voices here. Uh, let's talk about our voice cast from this week's episode.
0: Yeah, as far as uh, guest actors, we really only have one to talk about, which is uh, George Dunza as uh, as G. Carl Francis, and I believe he also played the other patent officer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, who most famously uh, listeners would know as Perry White on Superman the animated series not and t- <laughs> Scarface as well later uh, on you. in Batman the animated series.
1: We didn't love him as Perry White. He's sort of a one note, yeah, sort of Pa Kentish. Yeah, uh, not a lot of emotion shown, but I he does
0: fine. I feel like in this episode. Yeah, he 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 does pretty good and. uh and uh, he does all of that. But other than that, as you mentioned, it's pretty much our, our regular cast. You have Bob Hastings as Commissioner Gordon. You have Arlene Sorkin returning as Harley Quinn. As you mentioned, we get to see a little bit more of the dichotomy between her and the Joker. And it's really, really funny. Um, the, the, the the Both the scene where, as you mentioned, where he force-feeds her the fish, <laughs> and then when he throws the fish costume on her at the end... Uh, is is really funny and you really get to see arlene sorkin start to kind of stretch her legs and, and get to show off uh how good she is in this role
1: even even at the, in the very very end scene where she throws the the uh the joker card into the gotham harbor harvey volk says come on he was like a, what is he he's a psychopath and a maniac yeah. abusive psychopath or abusive yeah, yeah, yeah. maniac and she goes
0: yeah, I'm really going to miss him. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, and it's, it's one of those, like, Joker-Harley things in a nutshell right there. Yep. that's <laughs> The the things that make him terrible are also the things she loves about him. But, yeah, I thought Ar- Arlene was great in this episode. Uh, you have Robert Costanza returning as Harvey Bullock. Been a while since we've had an episode that focused on him. But uh, I thought he's really, really good in this episode as well. We get to see more of that kind of uh awkward angry uh relationship he has with batman we've seen them kind of be on the same side in uh in the episode with killer croc vendetta which you can hear our review of in the archives on dcaureview.com but he's kind of back he and batman are kind of back at odds for most of this episode and batman uh of course, being the hero has to save people, even that he doesn't like, and has to kind of he he and Bullock both figure out that this fish that the Joker used to to poison this cat uh, was was from an aquarium, and they both kind of they all kind of convene on the, on the location at the same time, and I thought he does a pretty good job there. And then, of course, you've got our our two leads, you got Kevin Conroy doing a great job as Batman, and. Mark Hamill, as the Joker, my god, you know, we just recently did our first bonus episode where we talked about the greatest, or five of our favorite Joker performances of all time. And we did mention this episode, but we kind of mentioned it in passing because we hadn't done our full review of it before. And, my god, we should, we, I'm so glad we're doing a full episode about this, because this is very high up the list for me now, especially of the ones we've reviewed of Mark Hamill Joker performances.
1: It's, it's terrific. It's, um, yeah, (laughs) I don't know what else could be said other than it's, it's, it's perfect. Like he's, he, that's what I gave. I gave voice acting a a perfect 10 out of 10 uh, for this episode. And just because, soul if nobody if everybody else was terrible in this episode <laughs> i would have had a hard time not giving it a 10 out of 10 just because he's so great yeah from the ridiculousness of the whole plot and if you have anybody else delivering lines from this epi- episode it probably could have gone south or or been even more ridiculous but just it's so good like we said the interactions between him and and Harley, him and Bullock, him and Batman, him and Francis—it's—it's it's great. It's delivered perfectly. The news, the the newsroom stuff where he's the news anchor. Yes. The, com- the commercial where he does—you he, know—he puts on like a Gordon's fisherman type outfit yeah. and then delivers it with like sort of a subtle, like I guess, piratey type, yeah. old sailor voice while he's.
0: Hey, Mom, wondering what to feed the family tonight.
1: What'll I feed the family tonight?
0: try me famous joker fish. They're smiling smelt, giggling grouper, and happy haddock. This could cause a stampede to pork. Yummy, yum, yum. Eat it.
1: Uh, Mr. J, I have this little problem with fish. (laughs) Yum, yum, yum.
0: Yes, friends, that's jokerfish. <laughs> Tasty, tempting, and of course...
1: Naturally, naturally low in cholesterol. cholesterol.
0: Coming to your local store. Just as soon as that nasty old Mr. G. Carl Francis decides to give me my legal cut of the province. Change the channel. <laughs> it's on it's every so does a little bit of like Get an impression of uh, Curly from the Three Stooges a yep, little bit in he's this episode. has got some
1: curly in there. Yep, it's it's so good.
0: It's it's amazing, and it also it just so captures, I think, the essence of the Joker as a character because he is both this very funny character and also this maniacal killer. Who is terrifying at the same time, and you see that throughout this episode, where, as you mentioned, the plot is so you know beautifully simple. He's not trying to poison all of Gotham. He's not trying to hold the city for ransom. He just wants his. He just wants what he thinks he deserves. <laughs> which is to be paid for every single fish that's caught in Gotham City. Like, that's all he wants. And then when he doesn't get it, he's being wrong. It's your fault. Like, if you get in my way, that's your fault. Like, I'm just... I'm trying to see the justice is done here. Like, how the Joker has sort of logicked himself into being in the right in this episode is so incredible. And, again, I give, you know, the duo of Paul Dini writing this episode and Mark Hamill providing the voice... It's like that might be the true dynamic duo um, because my goodness is Mark Hamill great in this episode and I don't believe I mentioned my score yet so I also gave voice acting a perfect 10 out of 10
1: awesome Awesome. well that will lead us to our final Oh boy. Oh baby. (laughs) That's right. It sounds like we have a bonus score.
0: It's true and it's not for me so it must be for you.
1: That's right. So before we total things up here I had to throw in a bonus point just because I believe and you sort of touched on it I think just a moment ago in that this is the perfect Joker showcase. Uh, If you want to watch a Joker episode and you're not sure which one to watch this perfectly encompasses the Joker who the joker character is he's maniacal he's insane he's he's ridiculous he's over the top he's a killer he's, he's cunning he's, he's smart still. right I, I think there's the the scene at the end where so batman decides he's going to sacrifice himself so the bullock is let's he lets bullock go the joker lets bullock go so he throws batman joker throws batman into this shark tank and bullock stands there on the side and he goes he doesn't stand a chance against that monster. And the Joker says, You're right. And he throws him this hunk of hamburger meat <laughs> and kicks him into the into the aquarium yeah, tank here. He had just
0: noted that he was thinking that fish weren't gonna work out and said he was gonna start marketing Joker burgers, <laughs> by the way.
1: <laughs> he made a happy meal joke he makes a happy meal joke, which is just yeah. absolutely knee slapper. It's really, really good. But yeah, I, I gave I gave it that extra extra point for that perfect Joker showcase. Awesome. All right, Liam. So, totaling up our scores here at the end, uh, what did you end up getting?
0: So, I gave it overall one of the best episodes, an instant instant classic. I gave it a very strong thirty-eight out of forty.
1: And totaling up my score, Liam, including the bonus point, we have a perfect episode forty. Oh my Out goodness. of forty. Oh baby that's right 40 out of 40 only my second ever perfect episode here rarefied air The
0: third total by the third way.
1: total that's right we had uh heart of ice
0: heart of ice feet of clay feet of was clay. my second perfect score
1: that's right and then this one was a perfect score for me so uh wow wow Rar- how about that rarefied air who to thunk it but uh just really really good yeah it's 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 so great i can't recommend it enough we don't even need i mean Obviously, this is a watch. Yes. You need to see this. Rewatchability. Watch it over and over again. Tremendous performances. Great animation. Really good music. Really great plot. And if you're if you're trying to show somebody like, hey, uh, let's let's sit down and watch a Batman the Animated Series episode. You want to introduce somebody to this this series. This is a great introductory episode, just because it includes Absolutely. all of that stuff. And it's and it's fun. And it's 22 minutes, and it doesn't feel doesn't drag at any point. And it's uh, just a ball of laughs, too. Agreed. All right, Liam, that will bring us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Liam, we have a preview of next week's episode. And uh, what will be the last Batman episode that we are discussing for the month of November?
0: Yeah, we're wrapping up next week with the episode Night of the Ninja, which is memorable and sort of the introduction of the Ken character. Uh, which uh, comes back later in the series and even has some connections to Batman Beyond. So we'll be excited to talk about that starting next week.
1: Imagine that. All right. Hard to believe it. We're wrapping up the end of November next week already. Uh, And then uh, next week we'll preview what we're going to be discussing in the month of December. Uh, But don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcasting app where you can subscribe to us. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course Spotify. And of course, you can check Liam out. He runs our Twitter page. Discuss this episode. What did you think of the Laughing Fish? Do you give it as high rank as, as we do, or are we wearing Joker goggles with this and seeing this uh, through uh, through a a perspective that may be a little biased with our with our love of Mark Hamill and the Joker? Uh, let us know. Tweet Liam at DCAU
0: Review. Liam, anything else? No, definitely, uh, definitely head there and tweet me, let me know, and, uh, be sure to please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, you can always head to DCAUreview.com. We have our whole archives there if you want to hear our other episodes. Uh, we have a top picks section where just the cream of the crop, the best of the best episodes we've ever reviewed, will be included in that list. You want to hear our other Joker reviews, they're all included in there. So well, if I think should...
1: Fish joins that top picks Absolutely.
0: Today. And uh, as we mentioned, verified Air, with it being only the third ever episode to get a perfect score from one of us. So be sure to head to our website there or just subscribe to us on those podcast apps. And uh, thanks for listening. Absolutely. So
1: until next time, I'm Cal. And I'm Liam. And we'll talk to you on the next episode of the DCAU Review. Adios.